episode of the bench mob ent podcast the show where no topic is off limits and we have something for everybody your words have power so share this with friends family rate us and review us five stars nothing less we greatly appreciate it i'm joined by the whole crew tonight late night show we're gonna start all the way to my right greg mr hot takes the beach your mother sends mirror in the building how are you doing tonight not the best. <laughs> I'm pretty pissed off, actually. So, you know, like, not not the greatest. Love that in there. Also, also, by the way, yo, you're doing free promo right now. Right now, man. What's this word? Nasty Pepsi. That's, see, that was stupid. You sponsoring Kirkland? That's Pepsi, bro. Big company. <laughs> Come on, bro. Don't be throwing my. That's all. It's empty. Second so then we have Johnny's uh, got him. I'll introduce myself. The Johnny's got this man all riled up. He over here throwing people's water bottles and whatnot. Just, <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? You're on bro? camera. You what's lying? Wrong with you? What's wrong with you? I'm about to tell Pastor West. I swear. <laughs> yeah, you love saying that. I am. You love saying that. Lying. Like, yo, I threw the water bottle. It's on camera. I snatched my water bottle for no reason. Snatched. I put it on the floor. So then we got Miles. Left-handed smooth operator Davenport. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. I'm ready for this NBA season, which training camp started this week. So big season ahead for the Knicks. Oh. We're gonna hop right into it. <laughs> I didn't even hear what he said, but now I'm he saying. said it's a big <laughs> it's a big season coming up for the Knicks. How about them Cowboys? Cowboys win last night. What was your initial takes on this Cowboys win? Do you really believe that they're and improve defense as some are trying to, you know, spread that narrative. I think they are improved off the simple fact that they were the worst deep, one of the worst defenses in NFL history last year. So it's, it, you know, there's no way but up. So I don't, I don't see how, I don't see how they wouldn't have improved. It doesn't, doesn't make any sense. So yeah, it, they, they got better for sure, but um, how much better? That's that's the real question. The litmus test is against teams like the the, the Rams and. and the Chiefs and teams like that, like really high upper echelon teams, not the Eagles, who for some reason couldn't protect Hurts yesterday and didn't give him a fair chance to compete in that game. So, and and, and the Cowboys defense has something to do with that. They play faster, they rally to the ball better, but uh, we, we're gonna see. Because honestly, I think the Cowboys are fake good. I think they're one of the like, and I think every year there's a couple of teams in the NFL like that that are fake good. We'll get to, we'll get to a couple of them. We're pissing people off tonight. I mean, yeah, their defense still was 25th in yards. <laughs> They've allowed a Already 1,206 yards, man. They're giving up 23 points per game. So I don't know how 
valid it is. Like you said, the teams they played against. I don't know. Let's see if they if they're so hold up the whole season. They can score seen, points to the best of them. Yeah, we've seen this all the time with the Cowboys. At some point in the season, Cowboys get a two three game winning streak, and oh man, they put it together. Here comes Super Bowl. I'm not convinced yet. Let's pump the brakes and see maybe week eight where they at. Yeah. I mean, they got some good pieces on defense. I mean, Trevon Diggs, he looks like a lockdown corner for years to come. Micah Parsons, I mean, they moved him to end, and he's been flawless there since. And, I mean, whenever they get Demarcus Lawrence back, that's going to be a nasty duo. And, I mean, they still got those linebackers, Vander Esch, Jalen Smith, I mean, I don't think they're that bad. We're going to find out, won't we? When they play some of these better teams, we're going to find out. That's the, that's, that's the thing. Beat who's in front of you, though. Hey, yeah. give the Cowboys credit. They beat who they're supposed to beat. All credit to them. I ain't, got, I ain't got too much really negative to say about them. My team can't even beat who they're supposed to beat. So the Cowboys deserve credit for beating the people they're supposed to beat, honestly, at the least. But my, Mike McCarthy, though, is a problem. Yeah. And, and, and they're going to pay for that against really good teams. His clock management, his time management is horrible. I don't – yo – Aaron Rodgers is the GOAT off the simple fact that he won a championship with Mike McCarthy. With the way he manages the clock and the way he coaches and how stagnant his – I mean, his offense was back then. I mean, he's not running the offense there. Kellen Moore is a really good offensive coordinator. He does a great job. But still, it, it's crazy he, He's hold, how much he can hold the team back. So we'll see, man. Cowboys Cowboys range pump their brakes. I be seeing Parnell in the comments talking crazy with Nile. Like, is, is, is Parnell even a Cowboys man? Nah, but he just enjoys your pain of being a genius. I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know him. But, I mean, he's not the only one. It's a lot of our followers that enjoy seeing your pain with how. Are they all, like, Cowboys fans or what are these guys? Don't tell me that they're not Giants fans. Enjoy no, it's just that, you know, you predicted 10-7 and seven and you were very passionate about your team. So, a lot of people we'll get there. Will, we'll are, get there. are happy to see happy to see you wrong. So. We, could, we could do this. We could do this now or later. We'll, we'll get there. Because anybody who wants, who happy to see me wrong, I'm more than happy to. You can you can send in your little uh, tapes to the show or whatever. We'll play your, and I'll talk. We'll talk. We can have a conversation back and forth. I want to hear what your tapes are and all that. It's fine. I have no problem. It's been a power shift so far uh, early in the season in the NFL. We have some teams that typically don't run the division, our leading division. We got Raiders and Broncos are undefeated, while the Chiefs are one and two. The Panthers are three and zero, and of course, the Cincinnati Bengals two and one, leading the division one and zero in division play. Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow connection is looking is looking nice. Bengals quarterback, defensive back Mike Hilton said he believes the momentum and the rivalry with Pittsburgh has shifted. <laughs> Do you guys believe that there is a Power shift. Are you out of your mind? You're out of your mind. Don't even smile like that, Chris. You know damn well he's wrong. You know damn well. Listen, listen, let me talk on this. I would say, I, I would. <laughs> it, he's only saying that too because he was on the Steelers last year, right? So he's he taking, has he, to say that. He's now. taking, yeah, he's taking a shot at his former team. That's what he's getting at. He, you think he believes that after all the years? He was I don't with, think stupid enough to say it. Because he was with the Steelers for years, bro. He just came to the Bengals this year. This is his first year, and he beat it. Beat Beat the Bengals. I mean, beat the Steelers. Why do we beat the Steelers? Why? What do you mean, why? Why do we beat the Steelers? Because we outplayed the Steelers. No. Big bum. Because... Why do we beat the Steelers? Thank you. Because what? Because of Big Bum. Their quarterbacks. Listen, listen. And we can. We, the 
Ben sucks. Ben is done. Listen, Ben, ben is done. But we were how long? You can't put like like you just said. We beat who was in front of us. We beat who we were supposed to beat. I right. I, well, first of all, I would I would argue that no one I, the Bengals were not the favorites going into that game. So supposed to be the strong. They're still a Tomlin led team. Okay, if they could run the ball, they'd be fine. That being, and it's, and it's, they were supposed and, to be and, able to run the ball. They had Najee Harris. Division games are not games you can just bet on like that. Like I don't ever. There's, there's really favorites in division games. I don't really do that. If you're in division, it's a coin flip. I don't care how bad that team is in that given year. No, That's listen, I, I'm not saying we were the favorites. I don't. I don't even think we were the favorites. I'm saying we we beat who we played that week. We, you, said, we, you, said, you said we beat. Supposed to be, we, 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 we get recorded right now, so we, you can't. I understood, and, and we we meant two different things by that. I'm saying. We're supposed to be every team we play. That's what I meant by that. We beat who we were, who we were playing that week, who we should have came in and, and beat in terms like the mindset type of thing. I asked you why, though. I asked you why. Because if, if, if Ben was not washed and Ben's washed, good win by the, by the Bengals. I'm not trying to discredit the win. So you don't get all up in your – I'm just saying. First of all, hold on. Even if Ben played halfway decent and looked like the old Ben he was – our players played very well. Our line held up, which we typically don't do in the past against them or against any team. Our line played very solid. It was Jackson Carmen's first start, and he played very well. And then our um, our defense held Najee Harris in check. We kept everything in front of us, and it took gang tackling to get him down, but we got I him down. I think Najee Harris had a lot of success running the ball all year because the offensive line has not been running blocking well. At all for the Steelers. He, he hasn't. Period. But at the end of the day, playmakers like that make plays when they can't. He is a playmaker. The thing that the sucks with the Steelers, the Bengals did what they were supposed to do. They won. Uh, we can't discredit the Bengals for. They're not, they're not doing that. I'm just, I'm just throwing out. You are. Though. No, I'm not. You are. Ben, the highlights of Ben are horrible. The lowlights. We, we can't discredit. You see them. this stuff, the bro? Thing, the thing that's with that's so terrible with the Steelers too is like they have a win now defense with a offense that's like. Pre, you know, oh, a work in progress. Oh, we have we could maybe we're a couple pieces away, but they have a win now defense, which kind of is just like it sucks for Tomlin with no succession plan for Ben at all. None, none, and you give an old aging quarterback no run game. None, none. But I, they, they've lost all offensive linemen that are still out there. The Castro's still out there, I believe. They, they didn't bring him back. Why? Like. I don't. I don't understand. It's it's more dysfunction on their end, and dysfunction is a word I use lightly with them because they're a, they're a staple franchise. They've been winning. They win year after year. They beat the Bengals year after year. They beat teams in the division. They ain't beat year. us last year. They, they ain't beat us this year. Okay. okay I'm just. I'm hey, just. I'm just saying facts now. Last two hundred. That's fair. That's fair. We we talking about this year. Okay, no, we're not talking about. No, we're not. No, we're not. This this conversation started about the rivalry, and we already no, squashed that. We we said he was wrong. We said he was wrong for saying that, and that he was taking a shot at his team. I'm making sure because you you don't beat bum bum Ben and then start talking hot Mike Hilton. Don't do that because you're gonna see some quarterbacks throughout the course of this year. We're gonna see how you do. The thing the thing too uh, with that for the Bengals and even mentioning the Cowboys, when you have teams that haven't had that success in recent years of actually getting into the playoffs, every win is needed. Of course, every win is needed because looking at the Bengals schedule, looking at the Cowboys schedule. There's some games where it gets harder in the season, and hey, we got this win right here. This could be you go into the division, Bengals get into the playoffs by one game. We're gonna look back at this game where hey, Ben wasn't himself. Well, I guess we can say at this point, this is himself. They could have played down to competition, shot themselves on the foot, which Chris can attest. The Bengals in past years 
have always shot themselves in the year foot. Year after year. Year after year. They did what they were supposed to do. They handled business. And this could come really big in them for playoff picture. Because you look at that division, still is a struggling. Dude. Browns and Ravens got is a Browns and Ravens division. It is a the division's gonna come down to and the Browns that's where and Ravens. They can get in as a wild card team. Yeah, because the game. additional wild card spots. So they play exactly. well. Yes. Every every game's gonna count for them. And sure. speaking of the Ravens, they won, but they did not look good against Detroit. That was not they, they struggled. We, we all saw they shouldn't have won that game. They, they absolutely shouldn't have won that game, but I mean, mistakes, mistakes, mistakes happen, and Justin yarding. Tucker, my God. Well, hold on. Lamar made some big throws on that game to win the game. Lamar made some big throws, and people, what's the knock that we hear? Lamar can't throw. Lamar can't this. Lamar can't that. Lamar is not a pure pocket passer. Other words, in other words, Lamar is not white, so we shouldn't pay him. That's all we ever hear. So, and he goes out there and he makes big throws to, to Sammy Watkins. He made he made a beautiful throw in the back of the end zone or something. I don't know who the receiver caught that ball was. I think it was Duvernay. He's he's improved as a pocket passer. He's made improvements. He has. He's he's yo. He's locking in his money right now. With wins like that, you lock in money. That's what you do. Now, Justin Tucker getting a sixty-six yard field goal is that's 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 greatness. That that's greatness. And you're fortunate that kicker fortunate to have the kicker on your team. And maybe you shouldn't have won the game considering an anomaly had to happen for you to win it. But still, Lamar Lamar has been playing really well. I mean, and and you he's playing with scraps. Rashad Bateman's not playing. His running backs aren't there. It does matter. It does make a difference. So, all things considered, Ravens fans were pretty good about their quarterback situation. They locked in. Next four or five years, they're good. I, I feel better about I feel better about Lamar than Josh Allen. I'll say that right now. And I know Lamar. And I know Lamar went up and beat up on the, on the Washington team that the Giants couldn't beat. I know that. I know. I know Lamar. I, I know not Lamar. Josh. Yeah. You know. I know that. I know Josh went out there and handled business last weekend. I know he's a, a very good quarterback. I get it. But I, I feel real good about Lamar moving forward, too. It's, it's, it's a real discussion to be had. It is. It certainly is. Now, we're looking at these Raiders and Broncos, right? Raiders and Broncos, they both are 3-0. I really think the Broncos can continue this because they have a, a really good defense, and Teddy Bridgewater is just – he's being solid. He's doing his job of being that veteran quarterback, making plays when it's needed, not getting really you know into turnovers and fumbles and interceptions. Do we have any belief, you know – that the Broncos and the Raiders can continue on with this winning streak. I believe I believe more in the Broncos and the Raiders. Oh yeah. I believe more in the Broncos. I think the Broncos where they have it's more sustainable. Defense is really good. They run the ball really well with Javante uh, Williams. Uh, they got something real good going in. And Teddy Bridgewater is playing really good football right now too. With weapons all over the place. I think they're what they have is far more. In fact, of all the teams that have taken that leap from last year to this year, like teams that weren't good last year, the teams that are. They are the team I believe in the most. The Broncos are the team I think are the most sustainable and can really can really annoy teams in the playoffs too. Make a little run. And you believe that you think the Raiders could maybe sneak in as wild card team, maybe. Uh uh-huh. they don't run the ball. They're kind of remembering they remind me of like the Cowboys, man. And so it's always a lot of potential. They have a talented roster. But they never can put it together. They always get a little two, three game winning streak. They have a, a big win that happens to be on national TV. Yep. John Gruen's giving his great inspirational speech. But we look at it week 11, week 12. They're two, three, five, two, three, four games under 500. They're not playing good. They're having a conversation. Is Derek Carr the answer? Should we get rid of him every, every year as of late for? 
part, part of the problem I have with, with the Raiders is that they make these games too close. It, if, if you look at, you know, they're not blowing teams out by, by any means, and, and they're always bringing the game down to the wire. Uh, and, and part of it's on, on their defense. I think Jonathan Abram, he's a liability when it, when it comes to their defense and, and people taking deep, deep shots on him. Uh, he's great in the run game, but but in the pass game, uh, you know he, he has much to improve on there. But I don't know, man. I'm 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 not super convinced on on the Raiders just yet. Like like you said, they have a lot of potential, um, and I think obviously having having John Gruden as a coach, someone that gets you fired up week after week, um, that's going to be huge th- throughout the course of the season. But uh, there's just something about Derek Carr that I'm not fully bought oh, in yet. That, yeah, see, that's where we got to stop. I actually think that Derek Carr is very good at football. Really? I think he's a very good quarterback. I, I, I've never understood the slander on him. I've never understood it. I know he hasn't had – he hasn't always been amazing, but he's a damn good quarterback in the NFL. I, I really think that. I think, first of all, we're, we, we're in a league where Kirk Cousins can play well week to week <laughs> in the right system. Why are people discounting Derek Carr, who's got four more arm talent than him? Derek Carr, I feel good about him. I don't know why Raiders fans are ever questioning it. I don't know why that was ever a narrative out there. They are just more flash than substance. If they could run the ball, they could control the clock. If they could control the clock, they could hold the lead. The reason why they don't hold the lead is because they don't really run the ball that well. They have one part of their offense clicking, but the other part isn't. And they have they have um, the talented runner out of Jacobs. Yeah, Jacobs. I don't really know what's going on. The, the offensive he's line is banged up. Right he's now. hurt right yeah, now. Okay, so, yeah, and, and that's a big part of it. If you could run the ball, you can control You can control the clock. You can hold the lead. That's hey, the way Chris, it works. What, what are some of your concerns that you see when you watch Derek Cardo? For for me, and I, we talked about this a few episodes, I believe. Um, I think it was a, after week one we, we talked about it with him. Um, for I don't know, just his decision making. Like yes, yes, he he can throw the ball. Yes, yes, he he's accurate. Yes, he can he can throw the ball deep. But in terms of like him being like knowing where he wants to go to the football, I see a lot of hesitation. I see him making throws uh, fading away off of his back foot. And again, the receivers are making incredible catches. He threw a dime. Um, I don't know if it was this past game or the uh, yeah where he faded away and, and just placed it right right in the breadbasket. Um, but again, it's it's certain throws that he makes to Darren Waller where if that wasn't Darren Waller, he's not catching it. Darren Waller is making him look good, and I and maybe it's a trust thing, it's a chemistry thing, and and hey, if he's making the throw and he's catching it, I have no reason to complain, right? But um. I feel like he gets bailed out a lot is what I'm trying to say by the talent of Darren Waller uh, and, and other likes of those receivers uh, that makes him look better than he actually is. But he's balling right now, like Greg said, so I, I really can't have much to hate on. But, I mean, that's just what I take away. Well, he's doing it without, like, superstar talent around him. He is. Like Darren Waller, he's the only guy who, you know, you can put up there as a top five for sure. At his position. Like, Ruggs is still coming into his own. Yep. They got Renfro, who's always been solid. And then Edwards, too, who yeah. they took last year out of South Carolina, who we'll see what happens. But I think he's just gaining more chemistry with these guys. And that's what we're seeing right now. Chiefs, one and two. Are there any concerns? I know a lot of people picked them to go undefeated, basically, this year. Right. Off to a slow start. I got concerns about them. I, I, I just, just, and it's all crazy. Just off watching the highlights, but also watching the games too. I mean, when I watched that Ravens game, I watched that from start to finish. They played on Sunday Night Football. Mahomes, there's an air of arrogance on that team. 
they think that when they walk in, they've got you beat. And that is a bad place to be in the NFL because any team on any any given Sunday, you can lose. It don't matter who you are. Yo, the interception he threw to, that Asante Sam made the great play on, that was a Nova pass. You, you knew one of those was going to go left. He just he, he threw it with too much on it, bounced off the guy's shoulder pad, and the guy's able to make a play. He, he He's just too – there's too much arrogance there. There just is. It's, it's Now, mind you, they're going to be fine. They're going to win games. They're going to be in the Super Bowl conversation. I know that. But there is an air of arrogance that is that is dangerous with the Chiefs. I, I, I notice it just watching them. Listen, I, I would agree with you with, with the fact that you said they are, there is a level of arrogance because I feel that too sometimes when I watch the game. But I, I think that's a bad example using the no-look pass because he threw a dime. It wasn't a dime into that guy's back. No, shoulder. It, it was right here, and it went right through his hands. He, he threw a dime. He hit him right where he was supposed to hit him. Look, bro, the back, even if you don't want to use that example, there were throws throughout that game that Mahomes made that they're irresponsible throws. They're, hey, I have an amazing arm throws. And it's like, you don't have to make this throw here. Take your check down. You know, take your check down, get the yardage, and let's move the ball. Instead of trying to make the splash play every single time, which you can fall in love with when you've had all the success in the world doing it. That's the thing, though. And, that's, you know, I talk about this with guys with big arms all the time. That was my concern about Zach Wilson. It was no different. It's, hey, he can make every throw out there. And that's real. And I think he's going to be good. That, he's gonna be good. I'm not. I'm not slandering the Jets. Don't worry. I know. I know. That's, it's coming, Miles. Not yet. <laughs> but, 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 but no. Seriously, he's he's got all the arm talent in the world, so you, you can make every single throw, and you try to make every single throw. That's I, Mahomes can suffer from that too. The big arm guys suffer, and they go through slumps too. Don't like that's a real thing. This team doesn't lose in September. They they don't. Since he's been there, they I don't remember too many seasons where they lost in September. Andy Reid doesn't lose in September. That's not his thing. That's not his MO. So for you to lose in September, it's of course it's concerning. It's a real thing. You gotta be concerned about that. I think it was a, it's a humbling experience for them because the thing with them is kind of like you know you see in the NBA where you see some of those teams. Perfect example: Golden State when it was on a their high on their run, mm-hmm. they could be down thirty, literally thirty, going into the fourth and still win the game. That's Kansas City. They have no concern being down 21-zip, 24-zip, 24-10. That's facts. Look at the game against the Chargers this week. They go 17 points unanswered. Yeah, they do. When you have that much talent and that much firepower and it consistently happens where it's like, all right, it's like they turn on the switch, and that's the dangerous thing with championship teams. They get comfortable. They kind of get bored like, yo. If we really lock in from beginning of the game to the end of the game, we could beat every team 45 zip. Mm-hmm. Let's give ourselves a challenge. Let's get down 17 because the defense plays when they want to play. When they're down 24 zip, suddenly Tyron Matthews making plays. They're getting sacks. They're doing all these things. Oh, three and outs. And now we give it back to Mahomes. And oh, we're up 24 20. Mm-hmm. Like in a in a flash. The problem with that complacency in football is that, and, and that's the thing, it's not the NBA. There's not 82 games. Every game every game you play in football is, an, is a playoff game. Essentially, in football, every game is a playoff game. There's not a game that doesn't matter unless you're up in your standards by a substantial amount. Every game is a playoff game. There's only seven out of 17 of them, but that every game matters. That's the beautiful, that's why we all love, that's why football is a drug we can't get off of. That's why it's that narcotic no one can get off of because every game matters that much. So, to that point, when you when you're complacent and you lose the games, it, it starts to add up. They can't keep doing that. Like they're they're gonna have to snap out of that real quick. Um, if they, if they lucky for them, they get hit right game against the Eagles this weekend, so they should beat the hell out of them. 
I mean, let's see what happens with this Josh Gordon signing too, because I don't think McCall Hardman's their typical number two receiver on yeah. a team. He's more of that, you know. He's a specialty guy. Run, run deep and mm-hmm. try to outrun your cornerback. But I mean, Josh Gordon's a bigger receiver. They had more success when Sammy Watkins was there. Sometimes it feels like they don't have as many weapons as people make make out to seem. Mm-hmm. Because they really have Tyreek Hill, who gets bracketed, and then Kelsey. They don't really use Hilaire the right way. And, I mean, McColl doesn't get targeted the way you'd think at this point he should. So we'll see We'll see how this ends up. I'm, I'm rooting for Josh Gordon, but, I mean, it's a risk that they need to take this year. Wow. He must be reading my notes. Perfect transition to cap or facts. First one is... The Josh Gordon signing won't actually benefit the cheese, cap or facts. I feel like it depends on which Josh Gordon they get. Like mm. the one who's reformed and changed himself or the one who every time he comes back into the league relapses and then you can't really count on him. So, I mean, it, it's a risk you got to take. Just like the risk they took with Le'Veon last year. It's something that, I mean, it's a luxury for them. I'm done betting on Josh Gordon, so you don't got to ask me. I think it's cap. I'm done betting on I'm done betting. I'm off, I'm off narcotics in general, so I'm, I'm done with the optimism. I'm done with that. It's, it's not. There's no optimism on my side. You know, you, this dude can't stay off, 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 the, off the narcotics quite literally, so I'm not about to be on it with him. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take the cap on that every day. He's also been out of the league, what, two and a half, three, three years now? Oh, it's only been like a year. He missed last year. He was with the Seahawks the year before. Okay. I'm over it. Yeah, he was on the roster, and then it's just like Miles said, he relapsed. So, and then he, hmm. he's, I guess you would say he stayed in shape because he played in that arena football league with, uh, what's he's always his been name? a big body, though. What's his name? Uh, Joe Manziel. I'm over Yeah, Johnny I'm Manziel. Two guys on narcotics together. They belong together. It's, I'm over. I'm over. Next one Michael Porter Jr., five years, $207 million max extension. It only hits 207 if he makes an all-NBA team this year. Was this the right price for Michael Porter Jr., Caprifax? You're paying that guy off potential. Mm-hmm. You, Miles, you know, and, and the timing of it is very interesting to me because it's, I think it's coming around the time Ben, ben rumors are circulating, and I know Ben was interested in potentially playing for the Denver, and Denver as the ammo will get him. But the, any deal they would have made for him would have circled around MPJ. Now, look. Do I think do I think that Ben Simmons is currently worth trading MPJ for? Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. But that being said, that was the conversation. That was the, the, the Philly Philly passed up on him, I believe. I believe Philly passed up on him in, in a draft. It was a real close situation where they could have him. But none, nonetheless, you're paying him on on on, on you're paying him on potential. Is he going to make an All NBA team this year? No. He's playing with Jamal uh, Jamal Murray. He's playing with uh, no uh, Jokic. These guys, other guys in the ball. Yeah, Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon. Well, the thing, the thing is, he he has the potential to make it because we don't know exactly when Murray is coming back. So what he might get off to some hot start. Murray comes towards the end of the regular it. season. Could he sustain it with how the roster is set up? Probably, if he really takes that next leap, because he's the main scoring option. You know, Jokic is more of a playmaker. So he's there, Jamal Murray, right now in regards of the scoring option. Not the playmaking option. No. That boy does not pass the rock. But I'm he saying, he could, let's say he averaged, he averaged 26 or 27. He, he can make the third pass. team. 
He can make the third team. Just and get in buckets. In the NBA where we got guys like Levine who really scraped to get in. But look, this is the thing, though, that you we've always talked about this when it comes to that. The writers. Wins and losses. Yo, wins and losses. Down. Even though it is an individual award making a first, second, or third You're right. team, You're right. they're going to factor in. Hey, Michael Porter Jr. averaged 27 on a 56-win team. Think he can 27 a game? I'm throwing that random number out there. I'm saying that's the only way he's probably he going could, to. Though. He could get 20. I, I was telling – I told a friend. A friend texted me the morning that they signed a deal. And he was like, yo, what's this about, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, they're paying on potential. And he's the kind of guy where if you said go average 30, he can get you 30 every night. He can get you 30. He's, he's that talented for sure. But it would come on a lot of shots, and you may not win every night. He don't I know don't, That dude doesn't know how to win yet. I don't even think – um, like you mentioned, Wayne Gordon. I don't think – they're not keeping all these pieces. Somebody's getting traded. There's, there's, they, Somebody, Denver's it's been, a lot of money tied up between Gordon, Porter Jr., Jokic, and Murray's on under contract for yeah, the long term. I agree with you. No way. No, no way. way in the world they think those four is a part of a winning strategy of trying to get a championship, especially Aaron Gordon. The problem with Denver, like a lot of teams in the NBA, is they've been loading up for this potential big trade for a big fish for a long time, like, like the Celtics were before it never happened. Right, like they, the where's the window at? Beal, Beal is we gonna talk. Oh yeah, we gonna get on Beal. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But Beal, Beal want is crazy enough, and I and it started to make sense why he's crazy enough. He's crazy enough to want to stay in Washington. Doesn't want to leave. So where is this deal coming from? Dame, if Dame calls for the trade, he ain't going to Denver. Dame, Dame's not going. Dem- Denver's the location you want to go, bro. Don't nobody want to go to Denver and have a hard time breathing. <laughs> Dame, Dame, if Dame's going anywhere. I know we're getting off topic. If they go around, I, I think it'd be the Knicks. It just makes a lot of sense. But I got some Knicks fans. I got some Knicks fans, and I, I, got, I don't know what you think about this. I got some Knicks fans who told me that they don't want to trade R.J. Barrett in any deal for for Damian Lillard. Now, I've always known that Knicks fans are a special kind of stupid. How's that but stupid, this, though? Because we've seen this, Miles, this movie. We've seen this movie before. What happened with Melo when we traded half the roster for a guy, and he has no help? Miles, no. Miles, no. Who do you think's gonna go in that trade? You're gonna have to give up Fournier. You're gonna have to give up. So if you trade for for Dame, you telling me you can't? Dame's not attracting other pieces to come and play with him in New York? Are you serious? And that's not. not, Wait, but you're not willing to even take that chance. Well, you take two weeks off for a chance to win a championship. And that's played Russian roulette to get a great player. And the net, the Knicks are above doing that. Because they made a mistake on because y'all made a mistake on Melo because you guys made a mistake with Melo. That wasn't a mistake. Don't put air quotes like it wasn't a mistake. <laughs> it wasn't a mistake because these are two different situations. Because he was about to be a free agent, you could have just signed him. Dame is he's Dame locked a free in. Agent? Yeah, but also Dame's a lot older than Melo was Don't when we traded. Do from. that, yo! I, I promise you, there's no where, there's no planet, there's no universe where RJ is worth keeping, and, and in a situation where you can get Damian Lillard. I promise you. Whatever you think art is going to be, whatever, we can disagree. There is no world, there's no universe where you can keep RJ Barrett and you had a chance to get Damian Lillard and, and people aren't talking crazy about you. Okay? They're, Hold up. So would you no. rather have a team that's deep and you got a lot of really good pieces or would you rather have a team with maybe two really, really good pieces and then the bench is, you know, ass? I'd, I'd take the deep team over that team any no, day. I'm taking, I'm taking the I'm taking the star studded team. I'm taking the star studded team. Who, who may not be as deep. We sacrifice being deep, and you'll be deep because guys are gonna sign minimum contracts who shouldn't sign minimum contracts to come play with a guy like Dame and then like who? Who's, who's out there that's gonna sign a minimum deal? You you know that changes year to year. What you mean? 
That changes year to year. I can't just give you that Jay Crowder down the line one day. Who knows? Jay Crowder? Is he a star? That's what the we're not gonna we're not I gonna said, get somebody like Blake Griffin to just take a these 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 things are a take, minimum right? deal. You, they heard what I said. I we talking about depth to fill out the roster. We talking about stars? Okay, we got that conversation because then maybe Brad gets off the crack he's on and wants to come play in New York. <laughs> then maybe that happens, and then he comes play with with Dame. What are you talking about? You got you got dream big, but this is New York. We're not talking about this building block stuff. RJ Barrett's the, the hold up here. Speaking of Bill, before you transition. Russ, it was reported that Russ was trying to get Bill to be on board to ask out for them both to get traded. I just I just want to throw that out there. Russ was like, yo, let's both try to get Russ out. Russ was the voice of reason in the situation. As much as everybody talk about Russ, Russ was the voice of reason. Like, yo, this you don't think Russ get tired is of not it. That, you don't think Russ get tired of losing? You ever play pickup basketball with a bunch of bums and you're trying to carry? That's Russ every night. The, the whole triple-double thing is probably played out to him. Yeah, I can't imagine that's fun for dude. He's tired every night. Exactly. Every night. You so think to, have to, that? to have to literally think about that. You're averaging a triple double. And you're you know and you're much work 500. That is? You're, you're not exactly. winning. You're average a triple double just, get, just to be 41 41. 500. That just to not make not the playoffs. Right. Are you out of your. And that's, that's, that's what I'm talking about, though. I'm, just, I'm glad you said that. Because it all goes back to this. You want to put, stack the deck in your favor. You're a team you stack a deck in your favor. So if I'm the Knicks, I'm trading for every damn superstar there is alive. I, Dane doesn't on the trading block. Who do you want? You can take him. I don't care. Mitchell Robinson, go. RJ, go. Fournier, get the get out of here. <laughs> All of them can go. If I can get Damian, are you out of your mind? Like, those like, I need to know if Knicks fans feel this way. I need Knicks fans sending in tape to the show so I, I can hear them talk to me. I gotta, I gotta, my Jordan was telling me RJ Barrett. R.J. Barrett made one of the biggest moves in year two ever, so we can't trade. I can't say what I want to say on the podcast right now. I, there are really like, are you serious? Knicks fans are on some kind of crack. Yeah. I know. You guys are on crack to not want Dame. Nobody said we don't want Dame. his games in the age beautifully. By the way, he can shoot his games in the age beautifully. By the way, it's not a problem. And you'll get another star, man. Guys want to come play with Dame. Dudes, Dame's one of the most respected stars in basketball. There's not going to be someone else who wants to come play. Zach is not. Zach Levine is frustrated in, in Chicago right now. And if things don't go right, and that's a powder keg waiting to happen, we don't know if it's going to go right in Chicago. He wouldn't go play with Dame. Hold up. So Dame, Zach, and Randall is enough to win a, a chip. Dame, Zach, and Randall is a lot better than what y'all, what y'all had in the last 15 years. So it's a chance worth taking. You take the chance. You because you can't play it safe all the time. What, what you're playing it safe? If you keep your, your the current core intact, you are betting on RJ becoming an All Star. Good luck with that. Listen, miss me with that. Trade for the superstar and let's start to build something actually sustainable. So that way we can have a real rivalry in New York. We can oh, have we can have some fun. So a guy who's like twelve years older than one of our young guys, and we got him for maybe well, five RJ's never six gonna get years. To that level. The, the, the problem with that, that argument, I understand if you guys had like John Morant. If you got like John Morant or Zion Williamson, and you have to make this trade, fine. Let's talk about it. You have R.J. Barrett, and he's never going to get to that level of player that Dame's at. He will never get there. There's, it's never going to happen. Knicks fans, it's never going to happen. The well, how many guys are going to reach that level? Huh? That's the reason why you make the trade, Miles. Thank you. That's why you do it. Because no one does. No one gets there. Hey, no, Chris, no, you're thank right, you for making right. my point. See, this, this is lesson one-on-one. A lot of your fans want to talk crazy about me in the comments. You come, you come on the show. I'm going to do the same thing you guys did to him. He just made the point for me. What point? You, you want me? To, you want us to trade half the team? Yes. To get one guy. Yep. To save a whole city. Yes. 
What is he? What is he? Static shock? He's not. This is not working like that. It's not gonna work like that. Hey Chris. Hey Chris. All right. So this week, who is your player of the week in the NFL? Player of the week in the NFL. That's a good one. It's definitely not Justin Fields the way he's playing. You got the first name right. That's not. It's not Justin Fields. It's not his Justin fault. Herbert. Don't don't yeah. talk about Justin Fields. That's not his fault. No, no, I'm not, not saying. Like, listen, we, we all rooting for Justin Fields. Not, no, but it's not even about that. I'm not. It's not the fact that I'm rooting for him because he's a black quarterback. No, yes, I am. But it's not. Just, it is. Yes, I am. <laughs> I, am. I clearly am. I clearly am. I, I root for all black quarterbacks. Period. Yeah. But it's not even about that. Well, we now now he's coaching for his, his career. We gonna get there. Are we? We, we not. Wait, we, we have a time constraint, so we may not. So let's just cover it right now. Because Nagy, Nagy's Crazy coaching yo. for his career. Nagy's coaching for his, his career. His his time in Chicago was up. He's going to get fired. It's going to happen. He's getting the axe this year. They're going to have a top 10 pick, which will go to the Giants. But that, nonetheless, the scheming, the, the, just the scheme, the way they, they scheme plays up, they didn't, they didn't put him in positions to be successful this, last, this, this past Sunday. They did not. They, they it would have been tough we, anyway. We, we, it would have been hard regardless. We talked about it, though, in the last episode. Like you said, like Chris said, like Greg said, we all root for him. But we mentioned it in the last episode. Regardless, this was an extremely hard first start for him. Absolutely. Miles Garrett got busy, four and a half sacks, six quarterback hits, and seven tackles. That's my player of the week because he went rum shot on the whole offensive line. And it was tough. Like, people, of course, want fields out there, right? But at the same time, if you got an offensive line that's not doing their job, you got to protect your asset. This is supposed to be your quarterback for the next 10 to 15 years, correct? Well, it is going to be. That, it is. So. For the next five, depending on how things go. Exactly. If they, if you're not protecting the right way, you. so what we want, y'all going to be in the same situation in two, three years, somehow we need to draft another quarterback because you know how. You're locked with You him, know bro. how the media, oh, yeah, maybe he's just not it. No, I don't have an offensive line. My coach sucks. How does the coach come out? What is it? Week four now coming up, saying that yo, all three quarterbacks on the roster are up to start this week. Yeah, that's insane. When one of them wasn't even active. I don't think. I don't weeks. think you no. But you can't look too much into that. What that is also is he has to protect their asset. He has to protect Justin Fields. They gave up a first round pick for Justin Fields. You cannot have him go out there and get injured. So you know what? Let's throw Nick Foles out there because better Nick Foles get messed. And that's, that's the reality. Point. That's the reality of it. That's Let's, better Nick Foles gets thrown out like a, like a rag doll than, than the guy we gave up real capital for. Because the reality is when you make a trade like that, you're locked with that quarterback for at least four or five, four or five years. You're going to have to pick up his options. You're there. For, I you got it. you got to go five years with Justin Fields to see what it is, especially since this year's a watch anyways. It's just the it reality really situation. It really is. It's, but it's, hey, Miles, it's a lose-lose situation. Are you, you're, so you're going with Justin Herbert for your play of the week? Justin Herbert, yeah. Justin Herbert also for you? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, he beat the Chiefs. First time he's done it. Play, outplayed Mahomes, probably the best quarterback in the league. So, so we got guy. two Herberts. We a, got a Miles Garrett. A, 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 for a, a, you? A-Ron. A-Ron is the player of the week. That's, and, that's, 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 and people have stopped playing with his name. Like, he's, he's, <laughs> he's the GOAT. 37 seconds, no timeouts, no problem. And it was too much time, and you knew it was going to happen when they got the ball back. I, I can't wait till he's the open market for something. I'm excited about that. I think the the thing that's yeah, interesting. I, I mean, I would do, I would do very, that trade regardless, Miles. Don't make that face. I, I would do that trade regardless. Very interesting. Whether Daniel Jones was amazing or not, I'm doing that trade. That's very interesting with that too. Yeah, he's back. He's playing right. 
but he still is kind of like you know on his on his high horse on his BS because you say before the game that yo I really wanted to be traded to San Fran. We we saw when he first came back and he had that whole speech of y'all cut this player, y'all cut this player, y'all shouldn't mm-hmm. cut this player. I don't. I hope Green Bay. And their front office does not think for one second the man still is going to like stay there long term. No, no, to come out before like we don't see this, especially in the NFL, NBA. They talk, yeah, I want to get traded. Aaron Rodgers for someone that's typically in the past before this season really didn't go into anything like that. He it was football. That's it. I didn't go into the trades or the you know my frustrations, which we saw he gave a whole list of what his frustrations was over the last couple of years. He's still on it. He, they could win a Super Bowl this year. I still think my man's is out. He's no, he fed has, up with their organization. They period. restructured his contract in a way where they gave him an out before the season started. They mm-hmm. kind of caved to him without caving because the only option they really had was either we make this amicable for at least one more year and we patch this year together and try to win the Super Bowl while we still have him, or or we let him go. And they didn't want to just let him go. So, so they, they, I think they gave him an out at the end of this year, if I'm not mistaken. If they I, did, they did. They did. So, so yeah, they know he's out, and, and 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 so if he's out there as a free agent, I mean that's more annoying. But if you can make a trade for him, man, that's gonna be fun to watch. It's gonna be fun to see how the summer unfolds with the with the NFL and how how that whole because everyone will be in on him. You'd be oh, crazy not to be, you right, know? rightfully so. Uh, every every single person, and hey, if he does come out of free agency, I know one person that definitely. Is going to make you know. Is might have. It'll to be a trade though. It won't. It won't. I'm just go, saying. Won't I'm go saying. We're hypothetically speaking. If he's a free agent, right? Yeah. I know one person that's going to have a little hard time sleeping at night. Lamar Jackson, because I guarantee you, if Baltimore can get Aaron Rodgers, highly unlikely. No, they're still whole roster. I'm and saying they don't look, have the cap. Look, hypothetically speaking, because you know, this man is negotiating his own contract. If I don't sign a contract by the end of the year, oh yeah, right. And Aaron Rodgers is a free agent now. That'd be messed up. That'd be messed up. And you know the front office behind closed doors and sometimes in front doors with the little back office, and they'll tell, hey, Stephen A. or Josina Anderson, we're having some concerns about Lamar Jackson as a passer, said by unnamed source. Don't think for any second. That at some point they're one of those unnamed sources. I'm just saying this man, he better sign this contract ASAP. I agree. Hypothetically, Aaron Rodgers or not, he needs to sign that contract ASAP. Look ahead to the week four matchups. On the week four matchups, we're gonna do rapid fire. I'm gonna present some games, ask the question. Y'all give me your first answer, first thought when it comes to it. Giants at Saints, Titans at Jets. Which New York team gets their first one? Neither. Neither. So that's not an option. We can't pick neither. No, you can. You can pick whatever. Hold on. Are you saying if we had to choose between the two teams, which one get, gets one, a Which win? one's more likely to win a game? Which one's right. likely to win the game? I mean, the Giants. Yeah. But, I mean, the Giants ain't likely to win nothing. I don't think they're going to win. I don't think they're I, 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 I don't even know what to say. Well, at least your QB has some time to throw. The QB's been playing great. I, I like what Daniel has done. As as you can't expect much more from him than what he's done with the with the with an offensive coordinator who's as limited as Jason Garrett is. His offensive scheme is it's not allowing him to be successful. And I came with numbers today, so 
the first his first season <laughs> in the NFL, he had 10 TDs, zero interceptions in the red zone. Known fact. Look it up. 10 TDs, zero interceptions in the red zone. He had deep over 24 in just those 13 games in his rookie year. Since then, he's only thrown for 13. That's when Jason Garrett took over. That's when Jason Garrett came into the picture. So you tell me what the problem is. The problem is clearly Jason Garrett. So he's playing really well within the system, but he's, he's just handicapped in. Stupid. The Giants are stupid. We talked about this earlier. Detroit at Chicago. Do you start Justin Fields with a more favorable matchup this week? Yeah. I mean, I I would have him learn on the job. Who they got? They got the Lions. The Lions. Yeah. At home, too. So they're home. I, they're, Justin Fields would, shit, would, would deserve to start off married, but he won't. I don't think. Oh, Mary deserves a start, but I, I would start him. Uh, the smart That's team. what I'm saying. It's a more favorable matchup. It depends, man, because you're going to get that kid hit, hit over and over and over again. You're going to get a Sam Donald situation real fast. you got to be real careful. Thursday night, Jacksonville at Cincinnati. Let this guy talk about it. That's, yeah, you know, the question I want to ask with this, I think we're all on page. That's Bengals a win for them. Dumb, yeah. But the question I have concerning this game, does Joe Mixon continue his strong start? As of right now, he's number two in rushing behind King Henry. I say so. He he looks extremely healthy. He's been playing really well. And, again, the difference this year and, and right now is our offensive line. They're playing well enough to keep Joe Burrow upright and well enough that they're blocking downfield and not just making the initial contact to let uh, Joe Mixon get in between the tackles and make, make a good run for it. So, Look at the stats too. If Derrick Henry ain't have that big breakout game, Joe Mixon's lead in the league in rushing. Derrick Henry's also Derrick Henry, so he, That's he, fact. Let's, not, let's not have that conversation. He, I think though, of course, Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry, but you know there's going to be three or four games this year where Derrick Henry only gets 58 yards. And we saw that, and we two already. Yeah. But he'll get he'll get three or four games where he has 200 yards. That's what I'm saying. So I <laughs> think I think it's something to watch. If the Bengals keep playing at this rate, at this rate, and they're blocking how they're blocking, this is what I was saying earlier. I think they can be one of those wild card wild card teams because they're actually running the ball too. So it's not Joe Burrow doesn't have like we saw this week with some quarterbacks 56 attempts. Joe Burrow doesn't have to do that when you got the second leading rusher in the league in Joe Mixon right now. And if they keep playing like that, they got a balanced attack. Listen, Joe Burrow only threw for 174 yards last game because of Joe Mixon being so successful on the ground. He threw for 174 last game because you put playing against Ben Roethlisberger. It's okay. Ben Roethlisberger's on offense. And you you said they have it's not a scoring contest. You play against Ben Roethlisberger. That's the point. You don't have to. You don't have to go score for score. Did the Bengals have to throw that much? Thank you. Point 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 point. You ever seen Ben? Have you seen how bad he is? Next topic. Next, what what, what's the next game, yo? We need to talk more about how bad Ben is, yo. Ben is, is startling how bad Ben Ben Roethlisberger is. Seriously, I, I've seen a lot of declines. I don't think I've seen anything quite like this. Just to fall off the cliff, straight off like that. It don't make no sense to how bad he is. Like for real. Like they were eleven and zero last year. They started eleven and zero. They had no run game to the end of the year, and they they, they fizzled out. I think one of the things that you got to mention, too, about that last game that they just played, though, right? So before that, we talked about it. Joe Burrow was sacked nine times. That game, that was the first time in, I believe, since 1977 where they won a game without getting that sack. They were on a, like, a crazy – Were the Bengals won a game without getting a sack? No, 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 no. Or no. the Steelers, Steelers hadn't gotten one. Hadn't gotten one. They were yeah. on a crazy streak of – 
it had to be somewhere something like 50, 60 game streak where they had a sack. You? Can I give a bucket you right now? I, that defense is too good to not get a sack. I'm sorry. So you know what it is? So you know what it is? I think the Steelers quit on Ben last week. That's the I thing. Think the they quit on it. Ben last they week. mentioned it. I they forget. stopped playing. They, I forgot. I, which I read player. it too. And I, I read it too. And so one of the Bengals players mentioned that he was like, "Yo, they quit." They gave, Mike Allen. They, they gave quit. up on. They gave up at the end of the game. They, but they didn't give up because of, they didn't. They didn't think they could win the game. They didn't. They gave up because their quarterback doesn't give them a chance to win a game. Joe Burrow had on a in a road game thrown for one seventy four. He comes in and beats you. That doesn't happen to the Steelers. I'm sorry. That that is not the Steelers. So. This situation with Ben is is an outlier in the sense that it's so bad the team can't overcome them. They can't because they can't run the ball either, and they have no succession plan. It's a it's really a, a hopeless situation there. And you know what they should do? Call Cam, call Cam, and try to salvage this season because I promise you, whatever whatever camp. Do you think they give a chance to Dwayne Haskins, who's still on the roster? No, forget Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> Had to throw out the question there because they no. signed him. They signed him, just throwing out the question out there. And I know you root for black quarterback, so I, I – Not I, that black quarterback. It's over that. Yo, get Cam. Get Cam and rock out. I promise you, the, the Pats had Cam. They wouldn't have lost last week. The, Arizona. The smart. Arizona at Rams. Which team gets their first loss? The Arizona. Yeah. Now, one of the things you know, we mentioned yeah, at the end awesome. of the season – one of the names we mentioned at the beginning of the season, right? Chandler Jones started off season hot. He has, since that first game, has not got a sack. Somebody else that hasn't got a sack. J.J. Watt, do you think this is the game that he might be able to get a sack? Yes, that well-oiled machine? Maybe. I don't know, man. That's a tight, that's a divisional game, and they're both really good teams. The Rams are obviously the better team, but I, I, don't, I don't like to pick a divisional game. I told you that already. The thing... That's interesting. I mean, I don't think anybody on the show was like, oh, my God, J.J. Wise, you know, I never, that's going to get them to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I didn't think that was an incredibly amazing. The thing is, though, you were brought here to do something. He's like, I think he's in the bottom 10 of even tackles for the team. But we talked about his declining numbers in the offseason from the past few seasons. He's been on a decline. Why all of a sudden people thought he'd come to the Arrow who's on a Cardinals and start killing when that's not what his statistics show over the past few years. No, but it does make a little sense why I thought he would. It makes sense because you have the Chandler Jones on the other side occupying a double team. You got double team one of them. He's going to have more one-on-ones. You can't win one-on-ones, JJ, at this point in your career? All right, then it's over. It's, it's, it was a nice ride. Seriously, you got to call it. He has to call it quits if he can't win one-on-one matchups anymore. So we'll, we'll see. Baltimore at Denver. Does Denver go to 4-0? Baltimore versus Denver? Yep, mm. Baltimore at Denver. That's a great game. That's a great game. Um, I, I maybe. Yeah, I, I picked Denver. Lamar, crazy. I don't know. Maybe I. It, I I'm a roll that, with. I'm a roll with Lamar because I roll. I try to roll with the best player on the field every time. Yeah, it's like I try to roll with the best player in the basketball. You just pick. You pick. The, you pick the best player. Unless you're the quarterback. But it is gonna. I could be wrong here easily. Easily. Next one. Uh not even. Interesting. I don't think anybody has this as like the game of the week, but it's you know intriguing for multiple reasons, as we know. Tampa at New England. I'm gonna present a different question. Who needs this win more, Tom or Bill? Bill. Bill. I mean, it's obviously Bill, but it, it, the game is not that interesting in the sense that the Bucks are so much better than them. 
I, just just because of the fact they're starting Mac Jones, Mac Jones is gonna get embarrassed. Mac Jones, Mac Mac Jones, yo. Why'd you let Cam go again? What was that about? They're looking real crazy right now, yo. I'm looking at Bill real crazy. This For is real. this is this is why though. This is exactly why. So when Mac Jones struggles, it's not somebody like Greg talking about, yo, y'all got Cam on the roster start him. Let him struggle, go through his growing pains without that concern of it's it's Cam. That's a that's such a big personality. You know what? That's facts. It's no it's no way about it. It's not like you got a regular backup court. Oh, Benetesti Verde is your backup quarterback. That's facts. I agree. That's why Tom Brady was able to get busy when he first started in England. You had Drew Bledsoe as a backup quarterback. I agree. He played his role. Hey, I'm a I'm gonna be a good teammate mm-hmm. and accept it. Not saying Cam wouldn't be a good teammate, but because keep it funky Friday, one finger, one thumb, all that. But hold on. It's hard. I agree. I agree. But then why did you go spend all that money, those crazy dollars on defensive pieces and a win now defense? A defense that's good enough to, to, to compete right now. Well, why? I don't think they even thought they'd have a chance at a quarterback at that point. Like they were going to just roll with Cam one more year and then. So why not stick to the plan? When you when you realize that you you had, you had, you had the option, you could roll with Cam. You could roll with Cam regardless and let Mac sit there and watch. Was Mac too good to not sit there and watch? Mac looked good in the preseason when he's playing vanilla defenses. Yo, you do understand defenses only get better after September, right? If you don't, if you're not scoring points in September, you're not gonna score points at all. I'm just keeping it in the buck. It gets harder. It gets harder and harder and harder because defenses get better as the season progresses. They want they have more film. Exactly. I was about to say more film. It gets harder. So what are they gonna do to Mac? You're not even giving these these guys like a Matthew, a Judon who signed. Like, are you Van, Van Noy? We went out and got. What? I know. I know some of them is looking they're little tight silent. because like, we can't leave a chance. He's a veteran presence. We have a we 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 also can manufacture a run game one way or another with him. Exactly. We have a chance to win games. We can at least come on now. At least be five hundred at this point. This that's Bill. I'm looking at you sideways, yo. But you could have let him, Cam rock out one more year, and then I think the other thing too is Bill. Though it's a little bit of that arrogance and that ego there. Same thing with my man's over in New Orleans, Sean Payton. They love to have the conversation about they can win with any quarterback. Mm. Him and Sean Payton. Mm. You know, the first week, Jameis Winston, you know, plays well. All I'm hearing on the radio stations, the talk shows, Sean Payton can win with any quarterback. Not Jameis Winston did well. Obviously, we saw week two what happened went back to Jameis Winston. But the conversation that was funny, though, that week two, it was Jameis Winston's fault. Week one, it was Sean Payton. Oh, my gosh. that's a, He's one of the greatest coaches of all time. Mm-hmm. Bill there. Belichick. When Mac Jones in preseason, he's playing well. We see flashes in the regular season so far. Hey, Bill, he, he's one hell of a guy. I think that's what played into the factor of Bill. Bill been drinking the Kool-Aid. I could win with anybody. I mean, we keep it a stack. We've talked about how great Bill is. But, you know, before Tom came on the scene, my man was struggling a little bit. He was struggling a little bit. Job was on the line. Tom, they both saved each other. They, it was a perfect marriage. You feel me? So I think, you know, Bill been at the cooler, drinking the Kool-Aid with a little too much sugar. It was like, hey, oh, we got all these signings. I got my elite defense again because Bill always had great defenses. So I got my great defense. All we're going to have to do is, you know, manage the clock. He's going to have to make a couple plays here and there. We're going to rely heavily on the defense. We don't need Cam. 
I got this. I'm Bill. I got this. I set up the perfect game plan. Because we even saw it last year when Cam was struggling coming back from COVID. They were still in almost every game because of the game plan, because of how the defense was playing. And that was without a lot of their players. So you got to think in his head, I got my players back. We got some key signings. We ain't never spent money like this. Oh, I'm this defense is going to be elite. And we could just have a Mac Jones to just manage the game. That was probably what went through his thought process. Mac Jones is so physically physically limited, uh, limited that he, he he closes off a part of your playbook. You're not you're not testing defenses deep. You don't even you, Nelson Aguilar was a guy who can go deep. Nelson Aguilar looked look damn good with the Raiders when with the quarterback who can throw the ball deep like Derek Carr, underrated underrated quarterback. Like you 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 had he had that, but now he's with Mac Jones and it's not the same. They don't like said, the other so, thing too, Cam, and with the top offensive line, mind you, they he gets time. So just saying, that's the other thing too. Like you just mentioned, though, like we looked at it last year. I mean, my man, Cam, it, he he was just doing stuff to win games, and that's the thing that Mac Jones can't do because Cam, even if he wasn't throwing for 200, 300 yards, you know, Cam was going to run for eighty to ninety yards. It wasn't going to be pretty. He yeah, wasn't going like what you saw. Plus, he plus he he had fixed a lot of his throwing, his mechanical issues with his throwing exactly. motion, and, and you've seen him hitting targets in the preseason. He looked, he was looking good. So for them to not even give the dude a chance, be for Mac Jones. If you had Zach Wilson, fine. If you had Trevor Lawrence, fine. You get rid of Cam Newton. You had Mac Jones. Hey man, that smells like Boston. I know Boston when I see it. That's some Boston. That's some Boston stuff. Oh yeah, of course, for real. They just had a video came out. Boston fans is wild. A female spit on a dude because she was in the wrong seat <laughs> at a Boston restaurant saying she spit on dude because he was like, yo, you in my seat. You're from Boston. You were from the scummiest place on, on possibly earth. <laughs> Those fans is, they different. Those fans are and I feel, arrogant. I feel for Jason, the Tatums of the world, the Jalen Browns, especially. You think Jason Tatum's staying in Boston? <laughs> I said, I feel. That's why I said, I feel for them. These Man. are players that have come out and spoke about Black Lives Matter. They went to the protest. They stood for things. They was like, yo, I'm not with Trump's policy and stuff like that. And they have to play in both. This is where it's, they're getting paid. And we've had that discussion before. When you there. They love that. Well, wow. They you're, they you're our Negro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're our Negro. The rest of the Negroes, uh, I don't know what's wrong with them, but you, you put on that shamrock and I don't see it no more. I don't see color. <laughs> I just see great basketball play happening. That's how it goes. I feel bad for them, honestly. But you feel me? You know the vibes. If you stay ready, you don't got to get ready. Bitch, mob, we out. Peace. Peace.